from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to November, November 1st, 2022. We've got a packed show for all y'all this morning. A lot going on in the world of cybersecurity. With that being said, there's always a lot going on in our in our in our craft, in our trade as practitioners, um, as people who are working to solve some of the bigger challenges that we experience as practitioners and ways to defend our organizations. This time of year tends to be the busiest time of year. It's been the most vulnerable time of year. And there's a theme that's been brewing over yesterday, today, and last week around fishing. We'll get to that as well uh, with our first story today with Beth Bath and Beyond investigating a breach. A bunch of guidance coming from CISA, NSA, ODNI, FBI, a lot. So we'll be uh, going over that as well. And um, we'll be talking about a 576 corporate networks up for sale in the dark web. Talk about that just in a moment here. But before we do, let's grab our morning cup of Joe. I've got my double espresso, whatever you're drinking this morning. Make it yours. I hope you enjoy it. I powered you through this Tuesday coffee cup. Cheers. Can't get another one. I need a two. I need a two. It's that kind of morning. All right. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. All right. Bed, bath, and beyond investigating data breach after employees fall for phishing attack. So phishing at the uh, bright and early. What's an acceptable number? How does all of this is there a solution to this i mean quite the conundrum we find ourselves with with right now so only a few details have been shared by the retailer but an on an investigation is ongoing the company explained it became aware of an unauthorized access to some data after an employee was targeted in a phishing scam in october the attackers gained access to the data on a hard drive and some shared drives that targeted employee that the targeted employee had access to at this point of the investigation there's no evidence that the compromised drives stored sensitive or personal personally identifiable information pii uh, this came in light of an sec filing where the company announced an offer to sell up to 150 million dollars worth of stock uh, this isn't the first time that a breach has been disclosed in 2019 the retailer revealed that some customer accounts had been breached um, and so Bed Bath and Beyond investigating. We'll keep you here tuned as to what's going on. Um, I just want to say, as a practitioner, my 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 prayers, my support, um, and everything I've got is out to that security team as they're investigating this case. As all eyes in the company are looking at them to give them a um, the facts of what they're finding. Um, and and I know that we as a security community stand with you. Uh, as you're working these tireless hours uh, managing this event. Um, so good luck to y'all. A critical RCE vulnerability has been reported in ConnectWise server backup solution. So ConnectWise kind of used for predominantly a remote desktop uh, protocol in some cases or uh, VDIs and whatnot. Uh, they've released a software patch for a critical security vulnerability in the Recover and R1 soft server backup manager the issue was characterized as a natural neutralization of special elements and output used by downstream component could be abused to result in the execution of remote code or disclosure of sensitive information. The ConnectWise advisory notes that the FlawFX recover version 2.9 or 0.7 and earlier, as well as uh, R1Soft SBM version 6.1, 6.3 and earlier are all impacted. So you want to make sure you get those patched. Hackers are selling access to 150 sorry to one 576 corporate networks for just 
the price of four million dollars. Guys, this is like a Black Friday sale. The research comes from a cyber intel firm Kella, which published its Q3 ransomware report reflecting stable activity in the sector of initial access sales, but a steep rise in the value of offering. Although the number of sales uh, for network access remain about the same in the previous two quarters, the cumulative request price has now reached around $4 million. The initial access brokers are threat actors who sell access to corporate networks, usually achieved through credential theft, web shells, or exploiting vulnerabilities in publicly exposed, exposed hardware. Once they get a foothold uh, into the corporate network, they typically sell it or go in on a ref share agreement with someone who's got malware and ransomware to deploy there as well. Kella offered a whole bunch of this, and you can see more of it in our show notes. CISA, FBI, the MSISAC have released a joint guidance for responding to a distributed denial of service attack. One of the old school cyber attacks, DDoS, the type of cyber attack that's targeting applications or websites. They aim to exhaust the target system. There's a whole slew in the advisory around how to deal with it, including network segmentation, um, different firewalls at different levels of the uh, infrastructure, um, especially securing your key components and your crown jewels um, and, and, and really what powers your application. So definitely something worthwhile to take a look at. Um, and the, uh, they're seeing an increase uh, in DDoS attacks, which is why this advisory has been released. The NSA shares supply chain security tips for software suppliers. NSA CISA ODNI, the Office of Director of National Intelligence, have shared a new set of suggested practices for software suppliers that they can follow to secure the supply chain. The guidance was developed through the Enduring Security Framework, a public-private partnership working to address threats to U.S. national security systems and critical infrastructure. Prevention is often seen as the responsibility of the software developer as they are required to securely develop and deliver code, verify third-party components, Harden the build environment, but the supplier also holds a critical responsibility in ensuring the security and integrity of their software, according to the NSA. The ESF will release one more advisory focused on customer uh, part of the software supply chain lifecycle after issuing the first chapter in September with guidance to developers. You can find the complete recommendations in our show notes, by the way, for all of those watching. Um, it's it's uh, the two last links there um, as well. As if you're listening on your favorite podcast listening platform, just go to the show notes. You'll see the links right there. You can catch them there or on our website at cyberhubpodcast.com. Obviously, software supply chain is a big, big issue. Um, Something that we cannot take for granted. And in a world where we're all powered by software, um, this type of security is critical. And we as practitioners have the power to make requests on contract in order to ensure that we are getting the, and we're holding our parties and our partners responsible for that. Folks, that's it for our show today. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow. Thanks you all for tuning in. Get some more coffee. Get tuned up. Stay sharp. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. Cheers, y'all. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.